Salutations, my Haitians, and welcome to another Those Guys You Hate. Tyler, how are you doing this week? And censor it for the show. Oh, uh, in that case, I am doing well, per- Ryan. Hey, you nailed that. Thank I mean, you. You really, you really played that one. Thank you. Um, many sessions where Tyler and I go back and we tell a story from our past. And this week, we're going to be telling a story that, like many of my stories, I was there for and remember very poorly. I I, I did something to you that hashtag me too. We're all all of our not how that's used. Well, I, is it specifically just for women? I think it's specifically for uh, sexual assault. I think it's hashtag like me I said, too. I don't remember how this. Maybe it's <laughs> too it. early. Yep. Stop it. Yep. I Stop I'm going to put it. the brakes on that. Jesus. And what I'm going to push the throttle down on. <laughs> Ryan warned me coming into this. I'm sick today, so I'm going to turn it up a notch. Turn it just just a notch the a notch the other way. The other eleven. Please. I, if you've noticed over the last couple of months of the show, my my defense mechanism that this show is built on is is turning down some, and you're seeing a little bit of it today. Feeling very insecure. Turning it right back up. Sure. Good but to know that knob's always there and working fine. Exactly right. We have many knobs over here. Uh, um, yep. So, Tyler, start me off here because you were part of this story as well. Where would you like to begin? Uh, with we, We've mentioned some of this on the show before, but we've never actually told the story. And again, I don't really remember. Well, we had a we had the usual dynamic growing up of three brothers. I, being the youngest, would get picked on. But- and I don't know how to compare this. I feel like ours was turned up a little bit. Well, comparatively, I, see, I don't remember it that same way because I wasn't the one being picked on. Yeah. I think that where our dynamic might be a little bit different is that you are, and maybe this isn't, you know, not normal. If you'll forgive the quadruple negative, you are six years younger than I am. Mm-hmm. And you are almost nine years younger than our older brother. That's a pretty big disparity in age. Do a lot of siblings have that. That hasn't. That's not the way that it seems to me as I'm initially thinking about it. Yeah, I mean that's a good question. I don't know what the average is, but it stands to reason that the closer you are in age to one sibling, you're going to be more. You're going to be closer with them than it, it changes the, other one. the dynamic. It uh, changes yes. the dynamic and the way that you can relate because Michael and I, yes, we grew up together, and then all of a sudden there's some little baby here mm-hmm. crying and shitting. Good to know that hasn't changed. Yeah, we fixed that. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so you, Michael and I really did team up against you. And, and and we didn't, we never had a meeting or anything. There were no schematics that were drawn That's out. That's the most terrifying part. It yeah. was all just Human visual. Nature, it was all just little twitches in the eyes yeah. of like, hey, I'm going to drop kick him. And then you kick him in the ribs while he's we down. We were like Chris Pratt's uh, gang of raptors. We just, we had nonverbal communication, just a series of rattles and moans. You would just click that little thing at me <laughs> just to let me know. <laughs> Are you serious? That, that harm is coming. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, and, and, and there were many ways that you devised over the years of how to torture me, how to pick on me as a little give brother. Give me some of them, because again, I don't recall it being this way. I do remember bullying you, sure, but I don't remember it being so direct. I mean, we were, oh, it was we also- were nice to you sometimes, right? 
Yeah. No? I mean, I'm sure I'm sure there were moments, but they don't stand out. The moments that do stand out are like all the times <laughs> that you made fun of my nipples growing up. What's wrong with your nipples? So, I don't know. I they just are, got they're I, a little weird. I that's... just got so insecure about them. Thank God I got rid of that. And I mean that seriously. What your nipples? I, yeah, I, I had them laser removed. <laughs> I'm working with a Ken doll over here. <laughs> no, I, I got over that insecurity wow. because I realized everybody has nipples, thank God. <sighs> I have read that book. Yeah. Everybody has nipples. Um there is also fat. Yeah. I I, I had a lot of weight. Well, that was not as a little kid. You weren't fat at all. You were just a standard little kid. When I reached puberty. Yeah. It's because my body was getting so ready for the growth spurt that I was going to hit. I grew like three inches in six months at one point. I think I did that twice. My son went through that as well. He put on a lot of weight and then all of a sudden shot up. Yeah. 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 Also has weird nipples. I did that. Oh God. It runs (laughs) in the family. And uh, and there was kidding, always lots of fat jokes. Yeah, lots of fat jokes, and a lot of gay jokes. I mean, th- we're not really just chronicling uh, the, your upbringing, but you. Uh, I mean, no, no, no. Let's go back. Let's go and, back. And, go back. And uh, this is at a time not where it was acceptable, but the the f word for for gay slurs mm-hmm. was a lot more common, and we threw that at you a lot. Now, where it makes us seem hateful in today's world, which is, that's not a nice thing. It affects people in very adverse ways. Um, back then, it was it was at least where we grew up. Everything was gay. This is gay. That's gay. Stop being a f word. Yeah, it was culturally appropriate at that time because sure. throughout- I don't know about appropriate, but it was well, no, because cult- the culture, the society as a whole, had deemed it. Okay to say, we, as you just said, we were saying gay all the time. You're gay, stop being gay. Nobody came out of the woodwork and were like, hey, you can't say that. And and uh, Woodwork and, was a weird decision there. You heard me. Yeah. And then, uh, and then all of a sudden, it stopped being okay. Yeah. Sure. Hashtag me too. That's how, <laughs> stop it. That's we, how. I'm bad at marketing. I just want to hook my wagon to somebody who's doing well. Pick a different yeah. slogan, Okay, man. sorry. <laughs> Jesus. With those guys you hate. I'm loving it. <laughs> Better, what? That's gonna stick in your head. So at that time, all of these things happened. So let's let's slowly meander into one of these stories. Like I said, there was so much to choose from. Well, even when it comes to the specific story, which one do you want to choose? Well, would but, you prefer to go basketball post or would you prefer to go garage door? I want to go garage door. Okay. But, but before we do something that's popped into my head very quickly, and I'm Burger gonna King? ask you a question that you don't you're not going to have an answer to, which is my favorite part of this show. Why were we so mean? Insecurity, I guess. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Because uh, I'm sure there are plenty of brothers that aren't like that, right? I'm, I'm assigning this to the human race, but perhaps it was just us. No, I'm sure there. Are, I'm sure there are pl- brothers out there do, that do way worse sure, stuff. Sure. Sure. So- I'm just saying. I'm like ah, you know, little kids are mean to each other, and blah blah, which which they are in a lot of ways. But, but it's not mean, it's just lack of tact and empathy because they just haven't developed it yet. I don't think I they, go, they go into it going, I am going to fuck this person up, I, I would, so to speak. I would like to think that if, had I known the repercussions that I would have stopped. Uh, genuinely, I, I never thought like, oh, I'm doing my brother some serious damage. Well, here. you done did it, Ryan. Yeah, you yeah. done did it. Well, hashtag me too. I'd like to say I'm sorry. You really boxed me into a corner here. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That's, That's nice of you to say. All right. Compliment. I played that joke out for as much as it sure. could go. So yeah. let's yeah. do the garage door story. The sure. garage story. Yeah. Yeah. I'm assuming this is the trauma that got me into BDSM. Uh, this was, I'm, 
I was hoping for some kind of reaction. I, I, at this point, Please. I believe it, Tyler. At this point, I believe it. I should have put that, so do I. that ball gag in your mouth. Where did I even get that? Yeah. So we, we was it the three of us were home alone, which was always a terrible idea. And it always happened. Yeah. Oh, well, we were latchkey kids to some degree, not because our parents didn't care, but they were working jobs. We were very yeah. expensive, man. Yeah. And the thing is, in the 60s, in the 70s, in the 80s, even into the 90s, kids were left at home alone. They were allowed to, you were an adult when you were 14 years old. And it was a better time. I, was it? No. <laughs> All of the serial killer podcasts that I listened to indiscriminately are from that time because people thought of their kids as renewable resources. Yeah, well, I guess technically they are. Uh, they are, they are, but it's a lot of work. Yeah, I guess the 60s into the early 90s was like, Supermarket suite for sure. serial killers. They always would just go for the turkey. Drive down the street, put their hand out, and just sure. have the children fall into their car. Yes. Yeah. On another note, I loved supermarket suite. Oh, it was man. a great time. I, there was something about being in that big giant grocery store that it just it it was warm to me, and it was always so nice. It was so nice, meticulously it, put together. It was perfect, and I always had this dream. And we got to get back to the story. Nobody gives a shit about this. We want to hear about your dreams. I Ryan. had a dream, and I don't mean like I would go to sleep and I would have a dream. I mean like a, a fantasy. If I was a Make a Wish kid, this is what I would ask for: to be locked in a grocery store overnight with a baseball bat sure. and just to be allowed for some reason, I always fantasized about throwing a loaf of bread up in the air and just full follow through like Ken Griffey Jr. I don't know why for me, I feel like that would be so much fun and a huge waste of food. Sure. I've actually Wait, heard invite some downtrodden <laughs> out of luck people to come in afterwards. Little scavenger hunt. You're going to eat your scraps. Supermarket <laughs> sweep in hell. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll save you some eggs. I need, ah! you to, I need you to supermarket sweep this shit up because we got customers. Okay, I'm so sorry. I'm sure we will cut all of that Would out. Would you like half a loaf of bread, sir? Because <laughs> there's some over there and there's some over there. It, and just go, we'll get back into our conversation. I'm so sorry about all That's of okay for yeah. me. I would prefer to be in a Home Depot. In a Home Depot? All those light bulbs, all that uh, glass, all those mirrors. You know what? Breakable shit. Are you kidding me? It's really funny that you say that because another happy place for me is, and, and I, I know I sh I'm sound like a, a crazy person here, the daycare lamp slash lighting section oh my God. of Home Depot. Oh. I don't know if what it is, just the immaculate lighting, you assume that this is what God's, you know, shed looks like. Mm -hmm. I love that. You mix it in with the, the smell of the freshly cut wood. You got something going there, man. Yeah, definitely. But there is something to be said about walking into that aisle and thinking, give me a pair of goggles and a baseball bat and an hour to myself. You're going to need, you're going to need goggles. They, oh. they, they, as we shift back into the story, they now have those rooms where you can Go in and just beat the shit out of I stuff. have always wanted to go to one of those. Let's set that up. Let's set that oh. up. Let's get our frustrations out there and not here. Is okay, it appropriate so, to start crying in the middle of that? I mean, we've done it before. Because I probably will. Let's do it. So we are at home alone, as we were very often. Uh, we experimented with kerosene. We I did terrible, terrible things when I was left home alone. And, and to put a little bow on that, my son, who's 14 years old, who is way more mature than I was at that time, I would never leave him home alone for long periods of time. Mm -hmm. I, I just, just because I knew myself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as you said, he's way more mature than we are. He would probably just wind up playing video games the entire time. Sure. So we did not. We used to get into all sorts of rambunctious trouble. We had video games, but we still were outside playing. We would play with each other. We would fight. We would wrestle. And on this day, do you remember this very specifically? 
No. It's, Has it been etched in your memory? Uh, just the moment of uh, of liftoff, as, okay. as we say. Sure. Now, and, and this is all leading Sweet. up. I don't want to to blow our load here, but I don't think that we have a lot of details. What's up with your terminology today, what do you man? Mean? What yeah, it's a lot of sexual energy I'm getting from you today. Is it? Yeah, blow your load. Oh, yeah, that was when the you most say it like that. Recent. It does sound weird. Sure, yeah, 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 sure. Yeah. So, how did we manage to get you into the garage? The thing is, our mom parked in the garage when she was out of the garage with the car. The garage was a veritable playland. It was. It's a two gar, car garage. Sure, it was a two car garage. So so with there was a, plenty of space. With the door down, with the door up, there was lots of. I, I loved being in the garage uh, as as a kid when I had it all to myself. You you could kick a ball around there. It had the the aforementioned uh, kerosene, mm-hmm. big giant glass jar with just a piece of tape over it written on it, kerosene. Yeah. If you want to get your kids fired up, if you'll forgive the pun. Mm-hmm. Put a giant glass jar of kerosene and label it as such in your garage. There's so many uses for it, all of them dangerous. Did you taste it? I did not taste it. Uh, I, I lit many a thing ablaze, Tyler. I did that too when I was a kid, although they had already gotten rid of the kerosene by the time I had arrived. Uh, it, onto this planet, I mean. They, uh, you're welcome, by the way. I think that was me. Sure, yeah. So uh, Much appreciated. We got you out into the garage. Now, how did we get you to agree... To be tied. Because I was a child, Ryan. I was an idiot child that wanted to impress my older brothers. You idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Keep trying, Tyler. This is going to work out. I'm sure it'll take eventually. Spoiler alert. And and for whatever reason, our parents had this gigantic, unbelievably thick industrial level rope in their garage. I don't know. I don't know why. Like the type of rope that you would see in a Disney movie when they tie a ship to a dock. It is big old thicky wicky. It was ridiculous. Yeah, it was. It was a good time, man. It's like the way that I feel about assault rifles. When you get to this level of rope, you don't need to own it. Sure. No single person needs this. This rope is just for the army. For the military. (laughs) Why do you own this? This is for investigating (laughs) Al-Qaeda. And also back at that time, it's funny you say that because we also had a garage door that nowadays garage doors are like aluminum or there's something that are wildly thin, wildly light. Right. You don't need a big giant motor. Mm -hmm. Back at that time, if you remember, it was a garage door that was covered in wood, like actual real wood. Mm -hmm. And it went up, not unlike a drawbridge on a moat. Like sure. it was a ka-chunk, 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 ka-chunk. I mean, t- 70s, 80s, and 90s people were idiots. Yeah. yeah. It's called I, the internet. And you needed, Have Al Gore invented. <laughs> and you needed like a car engine just sure. to move it up the wall. Sure, and you had to help it a little bit. <laughs> All right, you guys get on each side and push. Use your back. Yeah, and on the other side, on the inside of the garage door were these metal slats yeah. that ran across it to basically hold the entire thing together sure. because if the garage door came down at that time, yeah. your whole house was falling with it. That's exactly right. Mm. It's to give you something to duck under when this whole thing falls apart. <laughs> So somehow we managed to get Tyler attached to this thing. Somehow. As somehow. Yeah. Like for anybody who's seen Eurotrip, uh, the guy who's attached to the to the padded cross and can't say the safe word because it's in German. Well, we he could like that. It. Sure. You can give me a safe That's word. That's the thing. There was no concept of safe Tyler, word. Tyler, I didn't have BDSM etiquette at that time. <laughs> I just didn't know. I was all cat of nine tails. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he used 
said industrial grade military rope sure. to tie me to said slats sure. and leave me there for just 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 waiting on the on the on the edge of life and death. So the and then what did you do, Ryan? Well, the we 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 got him up there. The, the, we were in the the garage. We were shielded by. The door being down. We didn't want our neighbors to see this because it, it probably out of context looked like a bad thing. In context, it looked like a bad <laughs> in, thing. In context, probably looked worse. Yeah. So we got you secured. Mm-hmm. And then Tyler, what do we do? You raise the garage we door. We open Ryan. the garage door. The only part of this equation that's missing is gravity. Yeah. And so we open the garage door. No, now, no, it, it was there. <clears throat> it was there. Now, do I have this correctly when I remember that we broke the garage door? That, you that the garage. Are- Remembering that correct. The garage door just couldn't do it, Captain. I got up two of those chunk a chunk. Clunk. And then there was one big clunk that didn't sound like all the other ones. Fire and smoke. And I had fallen down uh, you know, to the ground. Thankfully I hadn't raised up too high. Sure, we raised them right. And so our now, just to close this here loop, our parents got what did we do? Did we untie you? Did we leave you? What happened then? Yeah, in a panic and in an adrenaline-fueled panic. Tyler, we need you on our side here, player. Which I guess is just panic. Um, yeah, I think I still went along with you guys because still, even after what seems we like were cool as fuck. What seems like Guantanamo level sure, torture, sure. You I still wanted you guys to think I was cool. I get so it. so I I Yeah, and you are. And you are, You idiot! And you are. Now, what I'm going to say here is- God damn it. Perhaps I'm revealing some darkness in my soul. I believe I still struggle with when I'm doing something that the other person doesn't want. When I'm exhibiting some of that bully behavior, uh, I think I still, to some degree, get some- enjoyment from it. It, it like I, like with nicole she doesn't like any of that stuff the pain the whatever and sometimes i push it too far because i think i have that little bit of darkness in me that's like enjoying your discomfort and mm. perhaps that's something that i should uh you know not talk about on the air but really deal with personally <laughs> well it is a it's not an evil trait it is a uh control trait is where it? it's like i i believe so i like can't. that time that i into no! the room. <laughs> natural bb no! There's nothing natural about that. No! I've come to terms with it, Tyler. I'm proud of it but now. But it has the audience. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. So, so what were you saying? I'm actually interested. Uh, in I just think that it's a control trait where it's like, oh, you're going to tell me what not to do. And even when it comes to somebody's own comfort levels, it's I'm willing to breach that and, 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 to, to remain in control. And you will at some point be okay with this. Sure. Right, sure. Right. They're not. No, they're, they're well, not okay. Some people are. Some, no. Some people some are like, people, yeah, I'll let him push down my boundaries. Yeah. He's and, cool. And that's not okay. Yeah. That's just giving they, in. They got daddy issues. Uh, now, here's the thing. Why'd you say it like that? I'm talking to some specific people, but yeah. I don't want to call them out by name. You looked right into the camera as you said that. Looking at you, Joe Biden. Now, the thing is, is that uh, Joe Biden, my dick, am I right? No, I'm, I'm cutting that out. Enough, yeah, enough, sure. enough dick references. Sure. Now, um, I threw myself off there, Tyler. Yeah, I mean, Joe Biden, my dick would throw anybody <laughs> Yeah. yeah. That was funny. We're yeah. putting it back in. Yeah. Put it back in. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, So um I, I do, and I'm glad that you said that because I, I do think that in some weird ways I res I connect to that as like almost like I'm ashamed of it. And and it's not that I want to see people unhappy. It is uh what you're saying. As a matter of fact, if I do something to somebody, I'm just exploring this now with mm-hmm. you, my, my dark mm-hmm. psychology. When I do something to somebody and they tell me to stop doing it. 
it almost gets my ego involved where it's like, oh, almost. Oh, you reprimanded me? Wait yeah. a minute here. Yep. Yep. And, and that's, and, and that, you, I guess that's the issue. And you don't know how to stop naturally right. or you just want to keep going. You're embarrassed. Like, even if it's just the two of you there, you're like embarrassed. Do you see the mirror anywhere else in this conversation? I don't. Your son does the exact oh, for sure. same thing. He tries to it's push just, through it. His is with creepiness. Sure. His is, his is like creepy, funny. Yours is more aggressive Mine's style. Mine's a little physical. <laughs> he doesn't have that aggressiveness in it, that natural aggressiveness sure. in him. He's a pussy. He, I know. I, I was. I, I, I tried. Was, I tried to raise him up right. He said about, he's just a molester. I was about to say he's like me. Oh, but yeah, you, I you, stand you, behind. You what made I said. it weird. What people don't. Uh, what people don't understand is my son does this thing where he like will run his fingertips like on my my brother's neck. I hate and it. He, and he talks really closely to his ear. Our older brother, he works him like a snake charmer. It really man. upsets me to a certain degree. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, Mikey Menendez, stop giving in to this. I, I'll call it terrorism. He can't. He can't help. A- it. And he just laughs at it. He do- well, he wants it to stop, but he he's incapacitated by his his laughing. Yeah. So our parents come home, and then ultimately, what happens? Do you know? Well, they got angry at us for breaking the damn garage they, door. They just, which, they're so out of touch. Which was basically like carved in Italy 500 years ago and <laughs> shipped over and installed on the front Dorinci's of our house. door. <laughs> chipped out of marble. Um, I mean, how would you feel? Because back then- We got in trouble a lot. As you said, back then it wasn't just replacing this thin sheet of metal. You had to remove this like- obelisk basically sure. from your house you had to harvest the amazon there was a, a, a thick chain that ran the length of it that you had to rip like it, it was basically a death machine that hung above you in your garage in our basement we just had prisoners pushing a big giant <laughs> circle with handles <laughs> faster name i have to go to the grocery store what is that whipping sound I, I gotta get that my car out of the garage oh shit it's cool we got school guys all right, and that's it. That's the story of us being little shitheads, and uh, you know, you growing through adversity like a weed out of a sewer. You grow, mm. you grew into a great guy. I, I don't think we You're can. Welcome. Well, thank you. Yeah. I, oh, a, a gay, good guy. You sure. know, that's so, the whipping so sound. Tomato, tomato. Yeah. You know, con and and. Yeah. Like, like if thought has taught, taught us anything, it's all about a balance. Tyler. Well, and there is, I think we should just tack on because I don't think it's its own story, especially after we, we tell this one. This isn't the only tying up story. There was also the time that you and Mikey Menendez tied me to the basketball pole in our front yard. And this one was worse because you guys left me there well, for there quite was, a while. There was no engine to break. There was nothing to really worry about. Really, if we had just gotten rid of that rope, everything might have been just fine. I don't believe that statement. For a second, you would have you would have just tied me up with the garage door chain. It would have only gotten worse. Well, I love you. I'm glad that you made it out okay. Relatively Did I? I don't know, Tyler. Did I? Send your therapy bills over. Did you? No. No, that's why I was so mean, Tyler. I was just reacting to my environment. Ah, I got you. Uh, and we will continue to try to grow here in front of your ears. A 40-year-old product of your environment. Exactly right. Yep. We are those guys you hate. Be kind, or we'll kill you. Red circle. Red circle. What up, dog?
Not much, man. Not much. What's going on with you? Just enjoying my life one audio experience at a time. What's, uh... You mean you're listening to podcasts? Sure. Yo, dude, endlessly. Mm. I, I, uh, the way that I complain about other people being on social media and stuff like that, I do podcasts. Now, I justify that to myself by saying I can live a life while listening to podcasts. I could go running. I could go to the gym. I could, uh, you know, hang out with my kid. I do none of those things, but I could. I was going to say, you have the the availability. The options there. Um, Yeah, I I think it's just below, not just, it's below reading a book, but far, far above browsing social media. Is it better in my eyes just because my ocular senses are not engaged? Is it better in your your eyes? You're asking me, is it better from your perspective? Is it in my eyes? Is Uh it better that I'm not using my eyes? Probably not. No, do you know what I mean? You're not, it's the same reason I don't want to fucking FaceTime anybody. I now have this little tiny anchor that I put up on a counter and I sit there and I'm like, so how are you? And I'm stuck to this phone now. Also the fact that you hate the way you look in FaceTime. That's not true. (laughs) I look handsome as fuck and I try to get the the lighting just right. Oh my God. and, And I don't know if I've mentioned this before. Switch the boxes. Make me the big box. Make the person I'm talking to the little box. Everybody wants that, but, but as, nobody will admit it. As it is now, we barely listen to each other. Now you're going to make you the big box? You won't hear a word the other person is saying. Well, actually, I think it may help in, increase my productivity in our call because I'm squinting. I'm trying to see what's going on there. Is that like a, a line? What's going? What's happening mm-hmm. here with my with my trousers? Put me in the big box. Everything could be settled. Everything will be fine. If you could see your trousers in a FaceTime I go call, dick first. you're doing it wrong. It's dick time, you're Tyler. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> it's dick time. It's always dick time it's with always, you. On this show, you're right. You're right. People have mentioned that to me. Uh, but I do believe, uh, to, to a detriment of my relationships, uh, I, I know it annoys the shit out of Nicole that every time she talks to me, I'm like, what? Yeah. I have to hit pause and then begin our conversation. Sure. Oh, we've said everything there is to say to each other. I mean, that's mm. all there is. A year dude. into the relationship. <laughs> God, it was like six months ago. I've just been I've just been lying for the last six months. Sure. Yeah. What about all the 40 years that preceded it? Lied about that too. <laughs> took a six-month hiatus at early 39. I'm actually 46. Yeah, I don't know. I I um it is something that just kind of follows me around though. I am I will tell you this when I'm out in public situations, when I'm in a grocery store or doing something like that, I don't put it in because I don't want to be that person who is shirking, uh, you know, interacting with people. So what you're saying is, is that you put it in around your loved ones and shirk those interactions. But when it comes to meeting strangers out on the street, you definitely don't want to miss one of those opportunities. I guess I did just say that. Yeah, a little bit. I guess I did. You know what I think is very interesting about the smartphone? Are we still calling them smartphone, Tyler? (laughs) That was a very nice segue you just did there. Are they just just talking? Are they just phones now? Set the building on fire and ran away from it at full speed. (laughs) I'm the Joker. Uh, I guess you could still call them smartphones because technically they're still flip phones and, and Nokia's dumb phones. And stuff like that. So yeah. um, my point is going back into what we were talking about, people wearing their headphones out and about. Yeah. It's a fashion style now. I remember when, when, when these types of phones first came out or, or even before that, every boss that you've ever had was, I don't want to see you on your phone at work. Uh, God forbid you put headphones in or whatever. Mm-hmm. It has now become part of the tableau that is human life. For if sure. you go into a business and somebody, dare I say a Publix, which is 
as close to the SS as we have in a, in a business down here. SS? Yeah. They don't like, f- they, like the Nazis? All I'm saying is they don't fuck about, Tyler. That's what are all. you talking about? They fired me because I had an earring, okay? This was like 20 years ago. <laughs> I didn't forget about you, Dan. It was a different culture, a different time. I don't believe so. I think that in this Well, is, piercings, I think, are still a big no-no. Without any... any uh, research, which is how I do things. Yeah, yeah. I believe that it would still be more stringent than, let's say, if you wanted to work at Sedano's right over here. Sedano's, a Cuban a- Publix. <laughs> then you're allowed to bring a live chicken. You gotta keep. You gotta keep the businesses you're comparing within the same culture. You cannot compare Publix and Sedano's. That's bullshit. <laughs> Home Depot and Lowe's. You idiot. That's better. That's better. So even like a Publix, you go in and and if like a, a guy restocking the shelves has an earbud in, sure, you don't really bat an eye. It's just now part of culture. This guy, just as long as you don't ignore me, is listening to Judge Judy while he's helping me find my baby powder, and this just feels wrong. And I think somebody, where's Dan now? Is anybody listening to Judge Judy without watching her? Is that I an would. audio experience? I, I bet you, I bet you, it would be just fine. It's mostly dialogue. What are they showing on there? Angry. Angry dialogue. I saw on the internet not that long ago a picture, like a, a still shot of a Judge Judy, and in the background, for no reason that I could discern, was Angelina Jolie and Amy Schumer. Schumer, sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know two, what I'm talking about? Two, two blondes. I have no idea what you're referencing. They're I know just, who the people are. They're just in the gallery watching Judge Judy being shot. So they're just sitting on the benches. Yeah, no, not even the benches. They're in the pews. What's in the back of a court? I think it's a, a legal pew. Oh, that's a what I meant. They're just pew. They're yeah. sitting on one of the benches in the courtroom. Literally not saying it, not saying anything. They're part of the weekend review. I bet you they just, I mean, if that is true, I bet you they just called up, you know, whoever the agent is. Say, I want to be on Judge Judy. At the same time, I'm going to be so sad if this isn't real. If at, you got tricked by the internet, yeah, I'm going to be so happy. And there was a shark swimming around <laughs> in there. Uh, at the same time, they're both at the same taping, not sitting next to each other in different pews. Yeah, you definitely want to- You would go pew, 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 and then there's Angelina Jolie. <laughs> Let's do the show. I'm on today, man. We're good. We're, we're, you got me we're, covered. Thank we're, you. I'm feeling like shit, so I'm going to turn it up, Tyler. Wonderful. I need my shield that I've relied on throughout my life. I'm not feeling as confident, so you're, you're good. Red circle. Are you looking forward to this trip coming up? Very much so. I think we're going to have a good time. Man. Very much so, especially- I, I, and this won't surprise you, especially that lazy river. Oh, that lazy river. I hope it's as lazy as they say. Oh, well, uh, well the laziness you bring with you. Uh, so the river is only as lazy as you and B- I make it. <laughs> BYOL. 